Hello Rockers and Mercurians, it's Rock Mercury here, and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. Um, today's episode is about judgment. It's judgment day. It's judgment day. So we're going to be talking about judgment on this podcast. I'm wearing my um, my Rock Mercury um, champion collaboration, Phoenix Rising, which actually coincides with this because I did have judgment about this painting that I made that I printed on the shirt um, and if I kept that judgment I would have never made I would have never actually made this and so it's just going to be you know we're going to kind of tie that into this whole conversation as I have some more um, soursop sorbet I made some homemade soursop sorbet it is absolutely delicious this time I used five key limes I peeled them, blended them with water first, so they can be consistent with the with the texture, and then with with uh, spring water. Then I put the pack of soursop in here, one frozen pack of um, of soursop in here. So I'm very excited to jump in, jump into this. This is looking very, very tasty, as you guys can see. Look at that right there. Oh yes, that is looking frosty. I know some people may say it looks like mashed potatoes on camera, but it definitely does not taste like that. This is soursop sorbet. And as I said last time, if I was to sell this per per um, per container, I would probably charge about um, like 30 bucks or something for this, or 20 bucks at least, something. It would be a good, it would be a, a pretty hefty price because it tastes amazing and it's just very like rich in, rich in antioxidants. Soursop is very like, powerful um very very powerful so i'm gonna go ahead and jump into this and let's get right into our topic of judgment judgment day um mm, that is very tasty that is very tasty you guys hold on um yeah this is so so tasty Has a nice key lime to it. Mmm, that key lime, but it's the key lime is definitely strong with this one. Somebody's in here speaking nonsense. Let me go ahead and block and mute them. It's saying, who eats mashed potatoes without gravy? Literally said I'm not eating mashed potatoes already, so they're getting blocked. Um Yeah, so we're gonna discuss paranoia. Uh, oh, so I almost said paranoia. Somebody says any tips for paranoia. That's not about today. Today's about judgment. Um, but don't judge yourself for having paranoia. I'll say that. Um, Billy says beard gang. Yes. Um, what is it? This is soursop sorbet. Soursop sorbet, the fruit soursop. Amazing. Stop asking what, you, what I'm eating, you guys. I already said it so many times. Um, okay. So I am just very much so excited for this episode also because this is my last topic that I have that I haven't, I haven't written down anymore so I'm thinking about going more to pop culture topics after this one so this is more like a news kind of situation we talk about things that are currently trending also because I recently have uploaded almost all of my new videos um my videos from the past I've been doing I've been behind like backlogged on my videos so I feel thankful and excited that I've uploaded everything 
up into um, up into like four videos ago. So once I put the, put those last four videos up, then it will be definitely like in the present moment. So we can talk about more pop culture things, things that are going on to the world, um, and there's different topics that are tw Twitter trending as I call them. I really like the tw Twitter trending topics. So I think I'm gonna go back to that like I used to do before. Um, so you know how I love to do. I love to ask Suri about the definition of judgment before we go and dive deeper into it. So let's ask Suri, what's, what is judgment? Hey Suri, what is the definition of judgment? Judgment means the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Do you want to hear the remaining one? Yes. It means a misfortune or calamity viewed as a divine punishment. Ooh, okay, that got dark. All right, um, so the first one is the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. I like that. It's a little lighter way to say judgment. A lot of times I think of judgment in a darker way. Um, it says an opinion or conclusion, a decision of a court or judge. All right, that's, that's true. And then number two is the uh, the second definition is a misfortune or calamity viewed as a divine punishment. Ooh, goodness. So it's basically saying like, God, oh, God gave you this um, judgment against because you're bad and you deserve this judgment against you. You know, you sinner, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Like it's kind of doing, it's kind of giving that for the second one. But the first one about the ability to make considered decisions or come to a sensible conclusion, that's that would be a healthier way to use judgment, although a lot of us use judgment in a very heavy, um, negative-toned way against ourselves, which is a big issue. It'd be a very big issue. Hold on, someone asked me, where did you get your hoodie from? I designed this hoodie myself. It is a collaboration with Champion, Champion brand. I painted this. I painted it as... Um, it's the Phoenix Rising painting, my first painting I ever made, um, worn by celebrities and everything. Um, and the, back, the back of it says Rock Mercury on there, our logo, all of it. So it's a vibe. You can get it on the link in the bio, rockmercury.com. You can check it out. Thank you so much for even um, mentioning it. Yeah. Um, Select Slime says, hey, Rock. Hey, what's up, Select Slime? Good to see you. Um, so yeah, so... A lot of times we think of judgment, we're judging ourselves, tearing ourselves down, judging others. Um, and we can become prisoners of judgment. But the way it's described is a useful way of kind of like looking at some, looking at a situation and making your best, your next best move. It's a moving, it's like a, um, a productive way to use judgment. So I love that we're starting off hearing that, but I do want to talk about some of the negatives first, since we're most, we're used to that. We're used to the negatives of judgment and why um, judgment can be something that blocks you from, you know, doing amazing things, you know? Like, for example, this painting, I was going to paint over this painting before I made, but when I first made it, I'm like, oh, it's not good enough. Well, it's just like in, in a real painting, I have a blue background in the back of it. It's about this big. I have still have it in my back office. And I was originally gonna be like, you know, this is just, this is my first try, like whatever. And then some people saw it and they really liked it. Actually my ex saw it and he really liked it. 
Um, so even though we had a toxic, a toxic situation, he did, you know, encourage me in that well in that realm because he was like, oh, this is really cool. And for me, I'm like, oh, this is just my like sketch painting, my first one, and I've done other ones that are better now. But people really resonate with this one. It means, and for me, it was, um, hold on one second, you guys. Let me go ahead and block these people who are talking mess in here. Um, for me, it meant it was kind of foreshadowing because the ex that, that um, told me about this, like he, that I, I actually liked the sweat, I actually liked the, um, the painting, that painting as his own. It was, um, he has an eagle tattooed on his arm because he was in the Marines, so he had an eagle tattooed on his arm. I'm a Scorpio, so this is a scorpion right here. But this is before I even met him. I never, I never even knew who he was at this point when I first painted this. And this is a phoenix rising. And so there was, there was definitely battles between us, which was almost like this is foreshadowing a lot of my situation, you know? Um, this is kind of going off of here a bit, but it's, it's still, like, I was fighting, like, he... I felt like I was being attacked and I finally was able to defeat my attacker and like rise above it and be able to bloom as a blossom. I feel like this is Rock Mercury. That's why I put this on the Rock Mercury sweater. This Phoenix is Rock Merc Mercury rising above the chaos. You know, the, the, um, you can see closer a little bit here. The eagle was coming with his tal talons to attack the scorpion. And usually the eagle would probably eat the scorpion. But this time the scorpion got grasped with the eagle and throughout the chaos, Rock Mercury rose above and, you know, is living the best life. So, um, judgment free, you know, releasing, releasing judgment of what um, would, would block me before from creating, from being my best self, all those kind of things. Um, in this situation, eagle usually, usually means freedom, but not in this case. Like this case was a lot of, um, a lot of pain. A lot of pain and a lot of predatoriness because eagles are predators um and scorpions mainly they're trying to like protect themselves but they kind of do predatory i mean they do have to eat and everything but, but eagles are like predators so like out there to get you know so i don't know what phoenixes eat because they're not real but you know i think that it is kind of is a good shirt to wear Some, something told me to wear this sweater today. I don't know what, it just told me in my spirit to wear it. I just do on a sweater uh, um, before I turn this on. Um, so it kind of works out well for this particular situation. If you guys are listening on the podcast, you can go to my, my website, rockmercury.com. Look at the Phoenix Rising sweater for a champion. Um, you'll see what I'm talking about. Some slug slime says, hey rock, hey, hey, hey. Snuggling the heck out of my two new baby kittens. That's so amazing, Selexa. I'm so glad that you, you got your kittens. I'm so glad that you um you adopted them. That's so beautiful. Enjoy your snuggle session. Um, Why Natty says, I sauteed jackfruit over wild rice and I bought walnuts but haven't tried cooking them yet. Very good. Congratulations. I, lo I love that you're eating more alkaline friendly. That's amazing. Um, also bought avocado oil. Couldn't find grapeseed oil. But we'll try again. Yeah, grapes oil, they have it at Whole Foods and they have it also at um at like Trader Joe's. They have some good some grapes oil there too. What are you eating? I'm eating soursop sorbet. Okay. I said it a lot of times. Alright, so I am the homemade, homemade soursop sorbet. So 
I just really feel that when you are consumed within judgment and to the point where it immobilizes you, that can be a, a more da a bad thing, you know? It's not that judgment is bad. As we're learning a lot of these topics, like we talked we talked about um, competition, a day, I think yesterday or two days ago, and competition was, um, hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and block this person because they're being very trashy. Perfect. Awesome. Um, all right, so, um, what was I saying? Okay, so, judgment, like the other one that we talked about competition a few days ago, I think it was yesterday, and originally it had like a negative connotation on it, but as we learned, competition just surrounding us everywhere. Our whole existence is wrapped around the concept of competition, you know, which is kind of like a the concept of you know, fighting for a limited environment and limited resources, which we all are. Everything is limited in a way, you know, but it's also like we are in a more of a comfortable space because of society, but it's definitely still a limited situation. So we are in our, in our nature, our inherent nature is competitive, you know, almost like, you know, survival of the fittest kind of situation. So when it comes to judgment, from hearing the definition that we just heard from Surrey, I kind of feel like, yeah, that might be, it makes sense that um, that there's a positive aspect of judgment. Even though when I first came into here, here I thought like, you know what, let me avoid this subject. I, I saved it for the last subject to talk about on the podcast. Because I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's too negative. It's a negative subject. Like, I don't know if I really want to, you know, dive too much into this. You know, it wasn't something I was really, like, interested in. Um, interested in, like, get, getting into that vibe of talking about, oh, like, preaching about judgment, you know. Um, and then you, you always hear the idea of judgment day, where the deity that people call God or whatever, like, it's like, oh, th this is the day that all of your sins are going to be judged and you're going to be sent to the burning pits of hell and all that craziness. Um, you kind of hear it in a very negative, very negative way. But there really is some use for for judgment for certain situations. Like let's say you see a disturbing um, a disturbing a disturbing cave. You're out in the middle of the woods. You see a cave. It's really dark and it's scary. Well, you judging it as scary may save your life. You know, there could be something lurking in that cave that creates a hazard for you. Bonsai says this mashed potatoes. No, it's not mashed potatoes. I already said that. This is this is um this is sorbet. It's soursop sorbet. Um so that's something that's very it's very interesting to, to kind of think of it that way. Like you when you're judging that, when you're judging this cave, you're like, you know what? I just don't want to go in there. That's not something for me. Um it looks scary. You, you may have saved your life in that one way, in that one moment. So that just proves right there that judgment could be a healthy thing or is a healthy thing in some aspects. But just with anything that's healthy, it could also be something that we over, overly um, weaponize against ourselves and others and situations, and it can lock us into a situation that's really terrible. Some, some um, cult members in here named Hernandez, we're gonna block Hernandez because Hernandez is in a cult. We don't like that, so we're gonna go ahead and block him out and mute him. 
Perfect. Um, Blunt Sleazy. Hello, Blunt Sleazy. Good to see you. Um, yeah, Nat, Nat says, opinion on spaghetti squash. I picked one up. Thanks for the advice. Feels amazing having no meat so far. That's awesome. Love that for you. Um, spaghetti squash. I, it's, you know, it's a great, it's a great alternative to noodles. That's for sure. I, I would say you make sure you season them with sea salt, um, and maybe some olive oil if you want. But maybe grapeseed oil or coconut, uh, not coconut oil, but like grapeseed oil or, or avocado oil when you're cooking it. But yeah, you can use that with your, with your cherry tomato sauce. That can be very delicious um, if you're eating spaghetti squash. Spaghetti squash. Um, okay, so I feel that when you're talk when we're talking about judgment, a lot of us like here when we're growing up, don't judge. It's not right to judge. It's not okay to judge. But yet then we hear in the same in the same um for the same people, oh judgment day is coming, judgment day is coming, like pay for your sins, repent for your sins. You know, as if we're dirty or you need to repent for something. So we can end up making the mistake of just throwing judgment out the window completely. And then just thinking like, oh, kumbaya, everything's easy, it's great, Everyone's, everyone means well. Everyone doesn't mean well. There's some things you gotta judge. There's some situations that come in front of you that are just as dangerous as a cave, like a random cave that's out there, a mysterious cave. You know, some of these situations can drag you into a loop of misfortune you know, or a winding hole of misfortune. So sometimes we have to like listen to our internal intuition, which sometimes is judgment. That that could be like that, like the conscience, so like you know Pinocchio and the um, and the the cricket, the idea of consciousness, of having your conscience next to you, like helping guide you, guide the way. Like that's judgment, in a way. Like he's. The conscious is judging the situation and like, okay, this is not a good thing to do. Okay, Pinocchio, maybe we shouldn't go this route. All right, Pinocchio, maybe maybe we shouldn't get swallowed by a whale. All right, Pinocchio, maybe stop lying. You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's, it's really, it's a judgment. Like, that's a very judgy character. Probably one of the most judgy characters in all of the Disney movies. Um was the um, um chimney cricket criminy chimney cricket crickety crimmit chimney cricket i think that's his name anyway i think he was like the biggest judgy character but it was necessary to get pinocchio through all the misfortune he didn't listen to chimney cricket a lot um and that's why he got into some rough situations some really dark situations that um pinocchio got into Natty says, judgment is absolutely needed in healthy doses, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It is in, in, in healthy doses. Um, but when it comes to your art, I feel like art is one of those spaces where you need the least amount of judgment. Um, and some people may argue with me on this one, and I get that. I, I accept both, both realms of it. But judgment in your art can make your art sterile. Too much judgment can make it just like everything else we've seen. Nothing special. Um, and that's something we, we want to stay away from. You want unique, innovative art. And I, and I found that the most innovative art that I've experienced 
have been the least judgment-filled art. Even the music, it took me so long to, to start creating music. It took me to the space where I was broken down in my darkest place, you know, kind of like how this picture is showing. I was like beaten down, I was attacked. I felt just like backed into a corner in my life. And I was like, well, life is so, I felt so sad in my life at that point. And like, well, I've always wanted to make music. Maybe this is the time to make music because I have nothing else in my life that I'm even happy about. I'm so depressed. I was in an abusive relationship. Everything was just going dark, 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 dark for me. So I felt like that was the time to just put my music out because I like, what's the point of having judgment, judgment, um, judgment on my music, on my music when it was, when the alternative for what I was gonna do in my life was so dark, you know, for and everything seemed like it was all shutting down. And so the second the judgment left, I was able to do what I've always wanted to do, which was create and release um, my creativity into the world. And I didn't care what people thought because it didn't matter at that point. I was already willing to do the darkest thing you can do at that time. And so it just, it really needed, it really, like I had to really figure out how to, um, how to like stop judgment from blocking my music from coming out from my art. Um, Natty says, do you feel judged as an artist? Oh, absolutely. I feel very judged, even my ex. That was part of this battle. Like, yeah, it was physical abuse. He gave, put me too emotional, but he also tore me down. Like the same way he may have lifted me up in some areas and been like, oh, this is a cool painting, whatever. You know, he just saw it as, because he's an artist. And so he saw like, oh, this is an interesting thing. Um, but he also tore me down in my other art, you know, my music, he told he called my music like trashy and this, this really with disrespect in my art for no reason. I always supported what he did and his sketches and whatever he did, I supported him at, at like at all costs and, and paid my own money to make sure he was doing well. And I spent so much of my energy and resources, you know, supporting what he wanted. And I felt like he tore me down any chance he could get. And yeah, it was a lot of judgment. That was, that was the person I cared about the most at the time. Um, but then even in just the world in general, I get judgment from random people, from, you know, from the industry itself. But once I stopped caring about their judgment or even my own judgment on it, because I would even judge my own music at times or judge my own projects. And it, that's what was blocking me from even putting anything out at that time. But once I got, once I was able to conquer that like intense negative judgment, I'll say, and it's hard to know what's negative or not because something could feel like, you, like for example, we, we can go to the cave, the cave example again. It could technically be considered negative that we think that that cave is dangerous. Like, oh, just because it's dark out here and just because we're in this area, you think this cave is dangerous? Isn't it negative to think this way or judge this cave this way? It could be a perfectly fine cave with just butterflies inside of it. You know, and have a million dollars of of, of um a treasure inside that cave, but we're judging the cave. You know, we can see that as a negative thing, possibly, but it's like so. It's kind of hard to know what's negative or not. But when I feel like when something is tearing you down, for like to attack you, to hurt and harm you, that's a negative judgment in my eyes. And with the cave situation, we're just not want, we're judging the cave because we like to keep our safety and keep stay alive and we realize that there could be nefarious things within that cave that we would like to avoid you know it's very different than a judgment of oh this is trash or what you're doing is trash and that you know 
that's a whole different kind of judgment. And I, and you do receive that in the music, in the art world. I was hearing from this one woman, his um, Kale's, do you know Keenan and Kale? Like the Kale, Good Burger Keenan, um, or Good, Good Burger Kale, because Keenan is on SNL, but Kale is, you know, kind of nowhere to be seen because he kind of went off the walls. But his ex-wife was speaking about um, this kind of subject in a way, talking about how the industry itself, because she um, creates a lot of screenplays and worked in the industry for so long of her life. That's how she even met Kale. And she was saying that in the, within the industry, they tell you over and over again, and I, and, I, and I can attest to this, I've been to thousands and thousands of auditions. I can't even count how many auditions I've been. It's just, it's just been insane. Um, and she was saying that a lot of times it's like that is the brainwashing part. Like they, you go to these, these auditions, you're, you're told that you're not good enough or we just do a little more of this or do a little more of that. You're getting, you you like internally want to impress this group of people who are making a decision and a judgment if you are the right for this part. And whether it be, it could be, it could be about a different hair color they need or a different height level or something, but you're going to internalize it every time you don't get something. You know, you're going to start taking those judgments and letting it change who you are as a person. And that's the true brainwashing of the industry. That's the true brainwashing of the artist. Like you're trying to conform to become what these group of people want, not even realizing that their decision is not always made based on something that you can even provide. You can't change your race. You can't change your color or your, your gender. Like you can't change that at the, at the flip of a button, you know, for, for a TV role or any kind of role. You can't do that. But for them, like that might be what the, I mean, be the difference between that job. But then over time you keep, they keep internalizing and internalizing it. And at some point those people like just to stay in the loop, just to stay accepted and to stay, you know, on the good side of judgment, people will do anything to, um, to stay on that good side of judgment, to keep what they've gotten after being judged for so long. And as somebody who's been on both sides, I've been the one getting casted and the one casting people. I can tell you, like, it's not, there's some things that people cannot do. They, like, they'll, they'll call me, like, I've had people in my DMs after a casting that I've done or something, and they'll be like, oh, what did I do wrong? What can I improve on? What can I do this? What can I do? It's like, there's nothing, there's nothing that they can improve on. Like, we've, we picked somebody who literally had red hair. You don't have red hair, you know? And we picked somebody, like, it, it could be anything. We, we picked somebody who, you know, was part of this particular union and knew a friend of ours, you know? Like, it could be anything. It could be any reason, but yet, because of the amount of auditions and, the, and that want for, you know, to be selected and to be chosen, that desire to be on the right side of, on the desirable side of judgment because there's no right side of it if that's the case it's like it's you just want to be chosen you don't you want to be judged fairly you want to be just judged um as the winner basically and not the loser of that of the opportunity and that ends up brainwashing you over time especially when the industry is finished with you which it happens to everyone natty says can you speak about the worst time you felt as an artist as far as self-judgment, not by others. Um, as self-judgment, I felt, the very worst time I felt the self-judgment was, um, I feel like, 
the album I'm making right now, like I pushed it off. So many of these songs I've I've been working on for so many years, and I just kept pushing it and pushing it and um, pushing it off and just putting other things I didn't even really want to, like weren't even on my radar at the time. But I just kept tearing myself down to think that I couldn't put this music out. Um, and now I'm finally in that space. I'm overcoming overcoming that judgment, but it's 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 tore me apart for years. This particular album I've been working on, and I just literally would be inside, like just saying, "Oh God, I'm gonna put it out. Nobody's gonna care. Nobody's gonna." And now, now I'm in a space where when I release it, I don't care if one person listens to it. I know I'm just happy it's out. I finally got to a space where I enjoy my own art, and I don't I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care. I don't care if they like it today or if they love it. They love it in ten years or if, if they never get it. I don't care anymore, and I feel like that's the space that this album had to be made within. I almost feel like I had to have, like the self-judgment almost worked in my favor in this time because I wasn't that free at the, at the time when I originally came up with these songs. And the songs have gotten better and better over time. Because as, as much as I let go of the judgment, the songs reveal themselves like more and more clear, clearly. Like I just keep adding more verses and more, um, more like the correct melodies that I wanted and just, it's been, it's been really, um, it's been really manifesting itself, you know? So I've been, it's been really uh, presenting itself as a project that I've always wanted. So I feel like that judgment has been really harsh for me as an artist. Judgment in life has been a little different. Um, Rax is saying, is that mashed potatoes? No, it's not mashed potatoes. I don't eat potatoes. This is our stop sorbet. Wish people would stop saying that. Um, Trey says you can't sleep either. Um, I can sleep just fine. I'm eating my sorbet, living my best life. I don't need to sleep right now. I already slept. Um, Natty says, do you think it's been your ex's voice in your head, in your head, making you doubt yourself because he was so harsh? Um. No, because I was making this album before I met him. I was making this project before. And his judgment was more like, I couldn't believe that I, I that I loved someone and had done so much for this person to the point of where I was like almost on death's door, like just trying to survive um, health-wise because he had destroyed me in so many ways. And he was still just attacking me, even though I'd given him everything that I could. And I just, that was more of the, the harm of that. But it wasn't because of, um, it wasn't because of, like, his voice is in my head like that. His voice to me, like, I feel sad for him, honestly. Like, he, I mean, he was terrible to me and I, and I you know, don't want any part of him. But I feel sad for him because it's like, to be that miserable, to attack the one, like, I'm the best thing he'll ever have. I know that for a fact. It's not even like to be cocky, like, and I'm sure his family, his family would even say the same. Like, I am the best he will ever get. And it's sad that he's going to have to go down downgrade from here on. He treated me terribly. So it's just like he, he has no chance again. Um, and it's just, I think that I think that kind of drove him crazy too because people would say that to him. He's like, they're like, how did you even get him? How did you get Rock Mercury or, or my real name, of course? Like, how did you get somebody like that? That's crazy how you could even get somebody like that. And they didn't understand. Um, it's too late for him. But I just felt like, dang, like you can really, like I really love that person. 
loving with all my heart until until he broke me into that broke me down to that space where loving him harmed me more. So his voice is in my head. His voice is kind of like a it's like comedy to me. Like it just I don't think about it. I don't think about what he said. I mean, I know what happened, and I, and I just I was just like, how could somebody say that? Like I already had enough judgment in my own head breaking myself down. Why would you want to add to that? when he had judgment in his own head and yet I was supporting him through that and lifting him up and building him up through his judgment. So it was just very bizarre for me, to me of why he would add more judgment to my load when it was already so heavy. You know, he was like a Judas. If you guys know the song Judas from Lady Gaga, or the, I mean the Judas, the Judas of the Bible too, I guess. But uh, the, like just a very Judas-y kind of person. Um, and for some reason I was in love with Judas, I guess. So I'm very thankful that I'm out of that situation, but his voice is in my head in any kind of way. Um, but by the way, you guys, I did hear some crazy news about Lady Gaga and this artist that she worked with. Um, her name was Leanna, her name was, um, hold on, let me find her name, because it was a crazy story. Like, I just, I kind of heard something about this, but I didn't, and I do believe that, that she has something to do with this story, to be honest. Um, it was Lena Morgana, Lady Gaga and Lena Morgana, who she used to write for and who she was the backup sing backup dancer for before she we even knew who Lady Gaga was, when she was just Stephanie. Um, and there's some shady stuff that happened and Lena, Lena Morgana lost her life after falling off a building. I believe she was pushed off. Now Gaga wasn't there, she wasn't in the, in the city at that point, but I do believe she has something to do with that happening to her. And now she's acting like she doesn't know her, even though they wrote over 13 songs together. Um, insanity. Like, my ex was, the only reason I'm even bringing that up is because my ex was involved with the Gaga team. Um, his ex, Nicola Formichetti, I think that he lives with Gaga right now, or what, he used to live with her recently. And he's the creative director. That, that's the reason we even know Gaga is. that Because, like, she wouldn't have popped off without that creative direction. Um, and there's a lot of dark things that happen in the industry. And I feel like Gaga was judging this poor girl, Lena, um, to the point where she felt violent and thought she would sacrifice her for her fame. And it's just dark the way that she did the paparazzi video and kind of symbolized what happened to Lena falling off this building. And the second Lena passed away is when Gaga's career started skyrocketing. And so it's just like, you can have a Judas in your camp. Like this person was right next to her. And, and even Lena's mother blames Lady Gaga for the death of her daughter. And that says that Lady Gaga tried to steal her soul, you know, like her own mother, the mother of this woman who had a big record deal and was doing really well in her career before she was taken from us, taken from the world. In my opinion, she's way more talented than, talented than Gaga. But um, that judgment and that, that demonicness, um, just overcame and took her out. So that's a whole, if you guys want to know more about that, there's a, there is a amazing documentarian named Sloan, S-L-O-A-N. You can find it on YouTube and there's a video he wrote, he did called Did Lady Gaga um, Murder Lena Morgana for Fame? And I believe the answer to that is yes. And this is somebody who, I mean, Gaga doesn't like me already because I've exposed her for different, oh God, for different things. And I was on national news for it. But I just really believe that she did this, that she has something to do with it. I won't say that she's the one that pushed her, but, you know, 
she could have made that happen. I'll just say that. I think she was part of the one that planned that situation and then copied everything that she did after she passed away. So many of the photos show that she copied exactly that jealousy and that judgment and that all of it is just, it's so dark. Um, Trey said, oh, I was just saying because I can't sleep, so I'm, I'm just stay on this live. Okay, cool. Got you here, Trey. Hope you can sleep at some point because sleeping is important, you guys. You know, we'll do the importance of sleep. Oh, sorry. We're going to do importance of sleep for one of the episodes because I don't have any more episodes right now labeled. So we're going to put, but is that, is that a good episode though? The importance of sleep? Um, that sounds kind of boring. I don't know if I want to do the importance of sleep. That's, I don't know about that. I'm going to, I'm going to shelf that. I'm not going to write that down. Um, just sleep, you guys. Make sure you guys are getting lots of sleep. That's basically the whole episode would be. Just get, like, don't let anyone tell you that. The, or, you know what? We'll tie, it to, we'll tie it to judgment. Because a lot of people judge themselves when they sleep too much. Don't, like, sleeping is so important. Don't let judgment block you from the necessary rebuilding of your body. Your body is active and alive for all this time in the day. Give yourself that time to sleep. Also, judgment can keep you up at night. You can think, like, I didn't do enough today. I'm judging myself. Oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't do enough. I just wish I did more today. I don't deserve to sleep. No, that's when you need to sleep the most. Like, you got to get that rest. Don't judge yourself for rebuilding yourself. And sleep is one way to rebuild yourself. Natty says, I'm relieved that you haven't allowed him to control your confidence in your art. That is powerful. Yeah, you know, I just, I've always been like extremely wise, like, and like, very aware of everything around me. And so I saw the game he was playing the whole time. And that's what broke my heart the most. Like, I never didn't see it. It was just like, wow, you really, like, this is what you're going to choose to be. Like, you're never going to evolve out of this. And that was my mistake was ever thinking. I, I, like, to, I like to look at, before him, I, I used to, I used to love to look at the potential of a person more than where they're at and where they're choosing to be, where they're choosing to be, not just where they're at, because where they're at is usually what they're choosing to be. Like, I would rather connect with somebody who's already at that space of, you know, evolving or whatever. So I saw I saw what he was doing. I knew that he wanted to control my confidence and he was frustrated by his lack of, a, lack of ability to do that, which is why he started becoming physically abusive to me. And that's when I was like, okay, this has just gone so far. Like, this is so crazy. Like, you won't... You won't accept the. You won't accept unconditional love. You just want to attack me consistently, um, and because you're not getting a rise out of me, now you're turning it to this, this physical level. And I'm not trying to fight you physically. This is craziness, you know. Busting my lip, breaking my rib cage, and just putting me in like terrible position, making making it. My there was times where my neck couldn't even turn, and he was just banging my head against the floor like this craziness, trying to end me. Um, just from being frustrated that he, that I was so confident that I was living my life, even besides what he would do to me. Um, he hated it. And he said that he admitted that at times. So, um, it's just very important to like, to trust your intuition. So I've always trusted that part of me, but the judgment part came from knowing what I wanted to do, knowing that I wanted a whole team. Before, when I first started making music, 
I judged the fact that I was making off my computer until I started seeing people like Chloe Bailey and um, Doja Cat and other amazing artists out there who made their music themselves. I mean, now they have bigger teams sometimes, but like they, a lot of them, they made their first music right off their computer, you know, right off of, off of Logic. So I learned how to be a producer myself before I was just a songwriter and, um, you know, I learned how to produce and I just felt like, oh, well, I could do better if I knew more, I could do better. I could, I was just, it was that kind of judgment. You know, I knew what it could sound like. I've worked with the top artists. I've been in the most amazing studios, but I also know what happens in those studios and how you lose your art a lot of times working with these big corporations and big contracts. So I kind of, it kind of saved me to release that judgment and just put it out from where it's at and know that I can always keep on going and learn, learn more and more each time I'm making more music or making more art. Because um, you really can, you can make something beautiful with a, group, with a group of people, but then now everybody's fighting over it. When it starts being successful, it starts fighting. Like, I have over a million streams on my music, and people will be, I mean, that's not, that's not a lot to fight over. There's people, you need lots of millions to make enough money for it to be, you know, worth fighting over. But still, like, if it got, if, if, you know, in the future it gets even more successful, people will come out the woodwork saying, well, I wrote this part, and I deserve this pro publishing, I deserve that, da, 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 da. And the space I'm in now, I'm able to produce it from front to scratch. I've, I've made every song I put out, I've made myself, you know? And so it's just, it puts me in a different level of power that judgment didn't want me to have. And so it was just hard, it was hard to, to have extra judgment from somebody who I love, but it wasn't his judgment that mattered. It didn't matter to me at all. It was just hurtful. I was like, wow, like, this is what you're choosing to do. For me, it was like you, out of everything that's happening, out of all that's going on in the world, you're choosing to attack me in this moment. You're choosing this. That was the part that hurt. It wasn't a judgment or whatever. Who cares? I've heard everything, you know? But it's like, to choose that, to choose to attack the person who's done nothing but give you love, that's harsh. It was a tough, it was tough. It was a tough concept to um, to digest, and that's at the end of the day, that's what that's what ended everything with us. Um, let's see, he was a hater. Like I literally married my hater. It's craziness, but judgment took him over. Natty says that's another thing. You don't have fear about the dark side of fame. Um. No, I mean, I feel like I'm darker than the darkest part of fame could be. I'm not talking about skin color. <coughs> like, I see it all so clearly. And I've seen, I think even Gaga's petty for what she did. If she took this woman's Lena's life, which I think she did, or had a part to do with it, um, then that's so petty. She could have gotten, you know, if she was good enough, whatever that means, solid enough, whole enough, as a person, she would need the soul of another artist. You know, and she would not need that. It's already a war, it's a battlefield out here. It's a complete battlefield. And I know the people behind the scenes working with her, and they've told, they, I've heard from their, own, from their own mouths that people have said that they were going to work her until she falls, until she just dies, like Lady Gaga. 
they was going to drain her because they knew that every artist has a limited amount. So they saw her, you know, rising in production. This is before she took that long break, before she put out that album for, um, it was called Joanne, not Joanne, because Joanne is, was it Joanne? It was Joanne. Before she put out Joanne, it was like a long break she took. And she had people on her own team who wrote her checks to her telling her, saying that they didn't care about her at all, that they were going to work her until she fell to the ground from exhaustion. Like, like, the, like how they do a cow, where they milk them, milk them until they can't stand anymore, then they put them in the slaughterhouse. And she knew that, and she, she like, she, if she did that terrible thing to Lena, then she projected her own life by wearing, by wearing that meat dress. She knew she was meat in this industry. You don't get into the industry that way without, you know, having that having that price to pay, and so she still has wolves in sheep's clothing around her. I'm not afraid of any of this because, like I said, I am probably the darkest of all of them. Um, I see it. I understand. I'm not saying that I would do some of the things that they've done, but none of it's gonna affect me. Like none of it's. I'm not afraid of any of it. Like I can. I can step in the darkness and not and not be touched, so, or not be affected, and keep going through my mission, what I wanna do, which is also why I keep my circle very small. Like I see, you see even the parables, in the parables of like, um, or like the idea of like Jesus and the 12 disciples and stuff and how they betrayed him and stuff like that. And it's hard to find people who are gonna stand up for you. Even the ones who didn't betray the character of Jesus, I'm not saying it's real or anything, but just that concept, like, even the ones who didn't betray Jesus let him get crucified. Can you imagine being 12 of his closest people, letting your closest friend, your closest person you follow get crucified by an army without you guys too, fighting to the death to make sure they don't? That's unloyalty. That's unloyalty. And so it's really challenging to have people who are going to really stand by you. And I've, I've caught on to that early on. And it hurt me the times I tried to think that I could have that because it it's a lonely road. But I finally, after my divorce, um, that was the last straw of realizing, oh, I can thrive in loneliness. And actually, loneliness is a choice. Now I thrive in solitude. I don't experience loneliness anymore. I thrive in solitude. Am I still open to a loving situation, a relationship or something? No, I don't judge myself for being okay with, with a loving situation. Will I be ever be in that position again? No. Where I won't ever need anyone. I won't ever need love or anything like that or, or companionship to hop, to shield from loneliness. No. Before my ex, I did. I felt like I, there was a part of me that did, you know, desire. Like, desire it into loneliness. But solitude is powerful. Solitude is so many so many of the best things happen in solitude. So many of the best of the best like um, creativity, powerful ideas for your companies, like leadership can so many things can happen in solitude. So I want to I just I'm so thankful. Like I don't I don't exist with that anymore. I don't exist in that space. Natty says, you won't be backed into a corner. You cannot back baby into a corner. 
You cannot put baby into a box. Um, <laughs> no, you can't. Like, I will not be backed into a corner. And I've never been able to just, just like, take, um, to take authority. I've never been able to, like, process authority. I can think, like, oh, this person knows more than me. What? Like, it's okay if you know something else I don't know. That's fine. But, like, it's to the point where, like, somebody wants to control you. That's different. Like, I'm always open to learn. I know there's people, there's people who know more than me in a lot of areas. But it's more about, like, this person thinks that they have authority over me. Like, that I don't, I don't appreciate that or like that in any kind of way. And I see it right away. I see it. So, Natty says, so powerful. Yeah, it's powerful to be, to be okay. When you, once you're, once you are powerful within solitude, nothing can stop you. Because really all you have is yourself. Even if you're in the most loving situation, you're getting buried alone. Unless you have some situation where if you pass together, pass away together, you can be buried in the same casket or something. I don't know if you can do that. I, never, I don't know if that ever happened before. But even then, you're still passed away alone. Two separate people in one box. But that's, I mean, that's, that's like, that doesn't happen. But, yeah, like, it's, once you can, once you can feel your own power and recognize your power in solitude, what can stop you? What in the world can stop you? Nothing. Nothing. Because you just know you're not, you're not disappointed. Sometimes people will be, so saddened and disappointed by the fact that people aren't stepping up for them the way that they feel like they should. But when you are powerful and and um, and recognize the beauty of solitude, you don't need anyone to step up for you. You realize that people are in their own fears. People are in their own space. The character of Jesus realized, oh, like, my disciples don't even know what to do in this situation. Like, they're under the jurisdiction of this government that's crucifying them, crucifying Jesus, whatever, you know? Like, I'm just using that as, as an example because I don't think any of that was real, but it was a great story. You know, it was a very good story. The way it was, the way it was transposed um, and the history of it from all the way from ancient Egyptian days. Um, Natty says, wow, you have an incredible mindset. Things you say could be quotes to live by. Um, I'm just speaking what I feel at this moment. Thank you, Natty. But I just, it's, it takes a lot of pain at times to come to these realizations of what, how much you don't need. We're also, we're often thinking about what do we need? I need this. If I only had this, if I only had that. And even I'm guilty of that at times. Like, if I only had this, it'd be different. If I only had... A full state-of-the-art music studio, it'd be so different, it'd be so different. Not realizing that all of that comes with a whole bunch of other costs. Create creative costs at times, you know? It's different, like, when I've been creating music in solitude, I don't have judgment on myself. When you have other people in the room, it can possibly block the flow or alter the flow of that creation. And so it's a blessing to be able to create from a pure space where I hear it the way I want to hear it, I've released it the way that I want to release it. I don't have to have any other voices in my process. With the top of the line studio, you gotta have other people. You know, it's too big of a studio to not 
have people helping and working and pressing the buttons and, you know, helping mix and master. It's, it changes everything. Like when you start adding other energies to the situation, to the process, it changes. I'm not saying it always changes for the bad. It could be a different, another experience of like a um, cohesive experience of a, um, you know, what do you call it? Like a choir or something. Like a, we all can say that we all recognize that a choir sounds beautiful. You know, it has a very unique sound to it. Choirs are gorgeous. Um, like the, there's a gorgeousness to choirs. But we also know that there's some solo singers that sound amazing as well. There's some solo singers who are just like, whoa. And a choir can't be a solo singer. And a solo singer can't be a choir. They have different beauties to the tones. The tones of the um of the song the sound, like the, the layers of the sound. They're different, but they're both beautiful. A choir singing has all the all the parts in one. A solo singer, you can hear every emotion that that solo singer is singing. It takes you on a journey. Both are different journeys, still beautiful. But, you know, there's a beauty to solitude, there's a beauty to unity. But if you're afraid of one, then you miss the beauty of one of them. You can have both, though. I think I live right now, I live in the world of yes and, you know, not this or that. It's this and that. There's no reason, so even though I love the solitude, like I may have another partner one day. For at first, I thought, no, I'm never gonna be married again. I'm never gonna be with a partner again. Um, I don't want any part to do with that. Um, I want nothing to do with that at all. And I realized that was fear. That was a fear block trying to block me from any more experiences that can hurt that can hurt me. But I'm realizing that I decide what hurts me. I decide what affects me. If I'm disappointed, then why did I appoint? I don't have to appoint anyone. You know? And that's when I, when I realized that, I really felt a lot of peace. And I realized I can have both. I can have a partner if I want one, another, one in the future. Or I can be single for life. I'm okay either way. I go swipe on Tinder just for fun. I don't care if I find somebody. And I'm also not going to be disrespected just because I... Cause oh I might get this person they may they may like me oh my god this person may like me I better do it right I better look right I might at the date I better like um talk say the right things I don't want to scare them away oh my god I don't want to do this no I don't the heck I don't care about any of that like if we work we work if we don't we don't all good keep it moving no issue I'm not putting a person in a position to think they have any control because they don't. They don't. And so I just, I really recognize that more than ever now. So I guess I'm looking at my finger. I feel like, I, did I cut myself with my finger? Sorry guys. I think I like, rub my finger while I was while I was doing dishes or something because it's like this little spot on there. Um anyway. 
So, so yeah, I just, I recognize it now. I've come to peace with it. I think that's part of what, why I have to go through that. I don't even regret my situation. I don't regret my marriage. I don't regret any painful thing. Was it painful? Yes, it was probably the most ultimate pain I've experienced because when you really love someone and you just feel that level of betrayal, it can destroy you or it can make you invincible. And that's why I love this painting so much. Like, just that concept of rise, that the phoenix rise out of the chaos. This is pure chaos on the bottom. Natty says, have you ever felt like giving up on your craft? I know you said you put it off for a while. Um, I those times I felt like giving up on my life, which I feel like is giving up on your craft too. Cause I live for my craft. I live for art. I live for creating music and creating like art in general. Like I, I want to create more art so badly. I'm very excited. Like maybe that's what I do for my new stuff. Like I'll find other like different craft work, craft work to do while I'm on live. Because these topics are fun, but I want to do more things now. Like, this has been fun. I feel like this is the last subject that I really want to talk about. I can't really think of another one that I'm really, like, fired up, fired up about at the moment. I may come back to one in the future. I don't know. But I want to, like, paint on live. I think I may get my, eat my, um, my canvas out and just have a moment where I just paint and drink some tea and chat with you guys. Um, still a podcast. But... You know, I'm painting or something. Like, I love that. I love creating music. Maybe I'll write a song while I'm on live with you guys. You know, I don't know, if, I don't know what that... Like, usually, I like to do... I used, I used to, like... I like to do my songs when I'm walking at the beach or anywhere. Like, it, they come to me all the time. Like, sometimes I wake up out of a dream. Like, last night, I woke up, like, jolted up out of the bed. Like, at least four different times from different things that came to my head. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I like put them in my in my phone, or like I just either put them put them in my phone, or I just like process them and then go back to sleep. But I literally would jolt up like, and then go back. I take take a moment and then I like throw back to back to sleep after I process it what I just experienced from the other realm. Um. So I just like I don't know. So the songs it might be hard to do that on live, but painting something that'd be fun. But then it'll give me a, a beginning and end to that painting. I'll be able to like say, okay, I'm gonna start this painting and end it on this live. You know, that'd be really fun to me. Natty says, absolutely, paint on live. Yeah, I know, I've been thinking about this for years, about doing this. So I'm thinking I might actually go forward with it. Hmm. I think I may actually go and do it. Nothing's been a, make me fear, a scared, a scared of it. It's just I want it to... Um, the main thing that's been stopping me from doing it has been just, like, I want it to organize my space a little more. Because when, when, um, when I was with my ex, a lot of my space got so much chaotic, so chaotic. You can be with the person that creates enough chaos to throw you off track or to just create discourse in your creative process for years to come just because you're like so like well, sometimes, 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 sometimes I look at the mess sometimes I look at the mess that he left and I'm like so frustrated by it like it just makes you it just triggers me at times to realize that somebody can care so little about you that they would just like 
throw your piece around this way. And so it's been taking me a while to get everything back in order, even though it's been a long time since we've been not together. And so I've just been piecing every part back together and um, I gotta pull my paints and stuff. I get my paints, my brushes. I used to have everything completely organized. I knew where everything was. Uh, and I'm getting back to that space now. I'm working really hard to get to that, to that again. Um, Natty says, would you be doing questions and answers doing it or just painting? I would definitely do Q and A's for sure. Um, another thing I'm a little bit, um, trying, I'm still trying to figure out is how I would film it. Like how I would like position the camera to do it. I gotta think about how I would do that. So let's say if I had, I'm gonna pretend as if this magic keyboard, sorry, this magic trackpad. I love this trackpad, by the way. This is amazing to Apple. So maybe if I did, if I had the easel set up like right here, so this is the front of it. So maybe if I had it at an angle like that, and then I'm drawing here, and I angle the camera like, like here or something that I can be painting. People can still see. I have my paint right here. So I'll put it there. It needs to be up somewhere. It needs to be like positioned a little bit, like something like that. But I need to be able to see it fully so I can like know what I'm doing. And then I can look at the look at the look at you guys and still be able to read easily. I don't wanna be turning around, like I don't be like this and then turning around constantly. Like I need to still be able to, for us all to see. So I think this angle might work. Just angling the, the, the canvas, like a slight situation. So yeah, that might, that'd be, that'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. I know, let me look at Bob. I, I know Bob, um, Bob Ross, he did that kind of situation similar. Let me look. Oh my God, I'm supposed to make a phone call today. I didn't make my phone call. Oh my gosh, I forgot to do that. I have to call tomorrow. Um, Natty says, I hope you do it. That would be an amazing experience for us. I love that. Thank you for for um, inspiring me for that. That's really um, or pushing me to do that further. Um, yeah, I I need to figure. I have a blank canvas, and I need to find where my paint is, and then I can go forward with it. Oh, yeah, I, I gotta find out where my paint is at. Which paint I'm gonna use for this? Because I have some. I almost wanted to buy some new paint and like have a new canvas. Maybe I'll go to Michael's tomorrow and just start off new. Cause I do have a paint and canvas somewhere here at the house. So I just don't know exactly where I put it. But this is a big house, you guys. It's a big house. I don't even use a lot of the rooms here, but I'm, I'm starting to like make them, like I'm turning one of the rooms into a, just a big closet. It's the biggest room I have in here, but I just feel like it's more worthy of the closet cause I have so many clothes. And I want to know where my clothes are. Um, so, 
once I can find that, but I don't want to wait until I find the canvas and the paint. So I think I'm just going to go to Michael's tomorrow. I'm already going out. I'm going to go shopping tomorrow um, for groceries because I'm out of groceries. So I'm going to shop on purpose. I like, I like to get rid of all my groceries so that I don't let anything sit and go to waste. I want everything to be fresh when I bring it in. And also I'm, clean, I'm was cleaning my fridge out. So that's also why I wanted to have it empty. So maybe I'll go to Michael's and just see if they have like a, those discounts. They always have some crazy discount going on. So I'm going to see if they have like a discounted canvas and some cute paint, a little paint set I can do. Um, and just go from there. That'd be fun. Very fun. If you had another phone to go on your live, you could lead, read the comments that might work. Um, that doesn't work that way. I do have another phone and you can't see the comments on the other phone. So it doesn't even, doesn't even let me go to the live at all. Like when I try to go, it just says, let me see. Let me just try. Good so it doesn't. Yeah, it's not letting me. Um, mm -mm. I don't see the live at all. Yeah. Hold on, let me see if I can see. What you packing? Yeah, it's not working. It's not working, but yeah, it, is, it's, it looks like I have to do it this way, but it's okay, because even, even this angle, if I just have the, the canvas right here, it'd be a good setup. I wonder if I can find that canvas like tomorrow morning. Mm. I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look for everything I need, because I do want to get a new, new paintbrush set too. And I'm just gonna see what they have when I go. Cause that'd be fun to just start painting again, painting again and or doing more art stuff. Like I love, I love chatting with you guys about like subjects and that's great and we'll do those too at times, but I'm excited to do that. And I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna write songs on here. Cause it takes me, like I want the song to flow naturally. And I don't know if I want to do that. At some point, I might. We'll see if I can do a song from scratch on here. But I just don't know if I really want to do that. I'm very specific in my songwriting process. That is going to be awesome. I'd love to see you paint on live. Thank you, Natty. Yeah, I may go to... Um, I may go early and just get that first. Go to Michael's. Michael's Art art supplies and just go for it. Like I'm just gonna go to the, I like going to the clearance section and just seeing what's already, you know, what's already there. Some things are opened already, which is great to me. I don't mind. Just use whatever's open, use whatever's there. Cause then it just allows me to kind of play with whatever's there and just, um, you know, paint from that space. Then I photograph it and I put it on some more shirts. <laughs> So everyone can enjoy it. I'll make an NFT out of it too.
afterwards. But also, you know, I do have a new collection coming out. A new digital collection. So I don't know if I'm put them on a shirt right away. I have a new collection for the Rockets and Mercuryans coming out. And then I have a, like two more, no, three more collections for my, my, my uh, Man Brand World collection. So, let's see, I'd love to see. It's gonna be awesome. Do you, do you get more satisfaction from painting or making music? It depends on what moment I'm in. But overall, music is something that I would like, I could never give up. Like my mind thinks in, that, in music. Painting is just like a really fun way for me to like express myself, um, to create something new, to like just let, let my creativity be free. With music, I like, it's a message for me. There's a message within it. So I love them both, but music is way more like something that is to my in the core of my DNA. Natty says you put your art on clothing. Yeah, this, that's what I said. This is this is my art. I literally painted this. This is my first painting I ever did. My first painting. So, well, technically, technically, I did make another painting before this, but it was very much. Mm, it was very abstract. I still have it. I still have that painting. It was very abstract. I ended up painting over part of it or adding some more to it because I, I felt like it wasn't um, advanced as I wanted it to be. But I wish I kept it as, as it normally was. But it actually does look pretty cool even without what I painted over it. It still has some of the same original elements, but it's... Yeah, I feel like it would sell for a lot. The original one I did, like if I'm if I become at the fame level that I plan on getting to, like that original painting is gonna sell for a lot if I ever do sell it. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty epic. Now I, I don't think I ever showed the public it ever. So maybe I'll show that at some point. Cause I have that painting in the garage. Um Yeah, that painting's like intense. I was going through a lot when I painted that one. The big, big canvas, very big canvas. But yeah, I'm gonna go in and figure that out for tomorrow. I'm sure there's some sale going on. I'm sure there's something I can buy that would be really cool. Um. You know, you're saying, do I sell it to the public? I sell this art. I sell this shirt to the public. My clothing, yes. Now, these paintings, I think I will sell these paintings. I think I'll have them in my house. I'll hang them up, but I'll put them up for sale. In the past, I wouldn't have. But I think judgment was blocking me from doing that in the past. But I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna put these paintings up, cause all it takes is me taking a photo of it. As long as I have the digital version of it, then I can sell the actual painting itself, and I can still 
put it on clothing and use it that way, but somebody can own the actual original painting and they can own the NFT version of it if they want to buy that too. I think I'm down to do that. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Now, now that I think about it more, I think that's that's what I want to do. It's going to be fun because I got to paint it within the time of a live. So I would definitely buy one. Not joking. I love your story. Thank you so much, Natty. I appreciate that. Um, I'm not sure how I'm doing pricing yet because this is like, it's going to be high art, you know. So I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. But maybe at least you can get one of the, the clothing items at least, you know, at least those will be available. But I'm excited for this. Now I'm like really, you see, I'm, I'm letting, as, I, as you let judgment shift away and melt away, all these ideas and concepts come up and you're like, you know what? Why can't I do that? Like what makes me, you know, I've had celebrities wear this shirt. Like this exact design. Celebrities love to wear it. Like people, not, not that that matters that much, but like it's, it's, you know, people people connect to it. Is anything available to buy currently? Yes, there's a whole website. Everything on the rockmercury.com website, linked in my bio, rockmercury.com. Everything on there I designed, especially my, my prize collection called the Manhattan Mercury Collection, which is on the front page. Oh my gosh, I love that collection. I worked so hard on that. I took all those photos and designed those those creations um, painstakingly. You know, that's been my version of painting since I haven't been painting with the brush in a while. So, yeah, that's something that I, you can definitely go and purchase if you'd like to. Um, available. This this shirt right here is available in gray, in black like this, or in, um, we have, wait, what's the other color we have? Hold on. I think we have gray, black, and we have, let me look at the website real quick. I know I created another kind. I think I did. Did I do white for this one? The champion? I feel like there was three colors I did. Hold on, you guys. Let me check. Because I have like four different versions of this of this particular sweater. I'm checking the, the shop out real quick. Then I'm going to jump off of here because I'm a little sleepy. Ooh, it's 1.31 in the morning. Yeah, I was a little tired. I'm a little sleepy. Okay, here's the sweater. So it comes in gray, it comes in black. So the gray one has um, the black background and then it comes in navy blue. That's the one, it's navy blue. I forgot that one. So navy, black, and gray. The gray is a super light gray. It's one of my favorite ones. It sells out a lot, the gray one. Um, I have to order a gray one for the one here. I love how the painting pops out on it. Natty says, I'm going to support you. I appreciate your transparency. And aside from that, it looks amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, fine. There's so many options on the website. So please find the thing that you actually would wear. If anybody buys anything that's watching at any point, please buy something you're going to wear. Because for me, like, I just really... Like I, it makes me, it makes me sad to think of something that somebody's not gonna wear out, you know. Like I just hope that they're gonna actually wear whatever you get, whoever is gonna buy it, like whoever's watching this in the future. Um, pick something that actually connects with you because I don't want it sitting in your closet or sitting in your um, in your drawer. Like just wear it out um, and enjoy it. You know, it's it's meant to be lived in. So 
thank you guys so much for your support. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much, Natty. So hopefully I can find, um, hopefully I can find that, that canvas. I feel like I know that canvas has got to be somewhere near. I'm looking at my garage. Cause my garage, I think it's probably right there in the garage before I go to the store. Say, I was start. I was staring at your sweater before I even knew you made it. Thank you for, for some new style. Thank you so much, Natty. That's so bizarre because I really wasn't. I just something told me to wear the sweater today, and it ended up going directly with the the um the subject of judgment today, with the story of my the relationship and how you know I have to fight through judgment to be able to be free like a phoenix. And I'm just really appreciative. And there's also a version of the sweater. Like this one has the back with the logo on it. But there's a version of the sweater. Yeah, see the back? There's a version of the sweater that doesn't have this too. So if you don't want the if you don't want the back to have a logo, some people only want the front on there. And I get that, it's okay. Um, but there's two versions of it. So make sure you pick the right version that you want. Because um, there are two different two different kinds. It's the Phoenix Rising Rock Mercury Champion hoodie. And then the other one is, um, it's, I think it's called the same. I'm looking at look the website right now to see what I named the other one. I think it's further down. I have aprons, I have yoga leggings, bags, backpacks. Um, all kind of things, face mask, all kind of goodies on here. So thank you so much, you guys. I'm going to jump off of here. I really appreciate it. Um, at some point, I'm going to be working on a cookbook so you guys can have some of these different sorbets and things I eat. Um, but that's going to be in a, in a, that's going to be a second for that one because I need to like really pick out the first recipes I want to add in there. I, I make so many things. I'm like, what do I put in for the first things that I've like perfected that I really love, you know? So once I figure that out, I'll get that, I'll get back to you guys with that. But thank you so much, you guys. Rock on Mercuryans. The link is in the bio. Rockmercury.com for all things Rock Mercury. I'm going to sleep, you know. Um, Natty says vegan recipes. Yeah, they're gonna be vegan alkaline recipes, plant-based alkaline recipes. Yeah. So, um, whenever I whenever I put that book out. It'd be plant-based. I'm excited for that because then I got like really go hardcore on. Um, I think when I do that one, I want to order my new um, cutlery set. My new, not cutlery and my new pans and pots and pans because I want to order a new set before I do this one so I have the right, the right photography and videos for it, for each recipe. I want to have like a video attached to every one of them so people can know exactly how to make it. So... All right, that's gonna be that's in the works. That's gonna be that's gonna take a little while to do that one. Cause the first I want the album. The first thing that's coming out is the album. That's the first thing. So rock on, Mercuryans! Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you, Natty, for asking amazing questions and keeping a wonderful engagement here. And I will talk to you guys all soon. Have a beautiful night. Rock on, Mercuryans! Bye.